Now breathe in and out. One, two, three, breathe, breathe, breathe. and welcome to another episode of Stoned and Social. I am Natalie and if you are new around here, you're in for a treat because this is the podcast where we get stoned and then we get social. This week with me, I have my guest co-host Angel. What's up Angel? Two weeks in a row. I got you. Yes. My name is Angel Shamsa. I am the creator of not only an intuitive holistic health coaching um, service, as well as um, a podcast called Angel Universal, and I create content on Instagram and YouTube under that name as well. Um, I also have my website, www.angelshamsa.com, where I offer a free self-love ebook. You just sign up and get sent right to your email. Uh, yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate you and everything that you did to create this. Yeah, thank you, Angel. And Angel said, like, I'm a creator. And she tried to just, like, like slyly, like, throw that in. Like, she is, like, a super creator. Don't let her fool you by just being like, oh, yeah. But, yes, Angel makes all the things and does an excellent job at it. Today, I am stoned on one of my favorite things ever. I don't know if you've had this before. I have Stillwater's Mellow Mint Tea. I had a little bit of it earlier today. The good thing is it's only two and a half milligrams, so it's not anything serious. It's just infused, high quality, organic tea with my favorite thing in it, weed. So... That's what I've got today. What about you? What are you trying out today? Oh, man. That sounds so delicious. I love tea. So I definitely need to figure out how to get that one. Um, I am smoking on for flower a Dutch treat, which is actually one of my absolute favorites um, by a local grower called Sky High located in Seattle, Washington. And then I have... uh, (laughs) If anyone who smokes oil in the Washington state area, you guys might laugh, but it's Lab Mechanics, Gorilla Breath, and then Agriculture, <laughs> uh, Green Alien all mixed together. <laughs> because yeah, I was going to say, are you mixing? Yeah, I do like to You're mix. wild. I do like, I like to get a little grinding every <laughs> once in a while because I just find that, especially like I do kind of smoke a lot. Uh, so I feel like when I... Uh, like switch up the terpene profiles instead of like mm-hmm. smoking the same one oil all the time or one flower that like it literally gets me just way better there probably wow. just because like each terpene profile has its own set of effects so it just gives That's you a cool. nice round high i for like i'm mad that i didn't think of this myself because i was that kid who would do every flavor in the fountain <laughs> all mixed together Graveyard. and why have not applied this to my freaking cannabis why uh right it's just it's it's one of those things that i i literally had never done it and then i watched someone do it and i was like yeah that actually makes so much sense That's especially if you have two favorite weeds and you put yeah. them together oh my yeah. god next level next level that's it stone and socials canceled i'm the worst <laughs> i'm the worst ever i think because i do edibles so it's already in it so sense. unless i want to like franken you know put some edibles together then but i got you i'm putting this i'm putting this on a sticky note in my mind yeah girl you should definitely give it a try sometime life-changing speak Speaking of sticky notes in your mind, today we are talking about a topic that's actually really near and dear to me. We're talking about reinventing yourself. I know that for a lot of us, we fall down and we feel like we have to make some changes because we've made some mistakes. We've hit some brick walls. I'm sure over the past year and a half, a lot of us have had some low points, but fortunately, it is not really about how you fall, but 
I am of the mind, it's how high, no pun intended, that you bounce back up when you feel like you've hit a really low place and you've had enough. And I feel like when you're in those points, this is the key moment for you to think about possibly reinventing yourself or your sense of self. This is where you can learn from your mistakes. You can set some new goals for yourself. You can look for inspiring things so that you can change any part of your life that you feel like isn't working for you. And I feel like right now, this time of isolation and intentional actions just makes the perfect playground to reinvent yourself. And what about you, Angel? How have you reinvented yourself? I mean, I feel feel like everyone has for some. Anyone who's listening to this, who's like, oh, I haven't reinvented myself. I love, lie, lie. (laughs) You are not the same person you were 10 years ago. Not even yesterday. Not yeah. even yesterday. I be- I totally believe that as well. And yeah, I can also say I've reinvented myself myself a few different times in life, but um I would say that like growing, learning and evolving is literally one of my favorite freaking pastimes. I'm always trying to identify first cuz you know, awareness is everything. Identify mm-hmm. what it is like you know, I didn't really like the way I reacted to that. Like, <laughs> I don't think I really liked the way I thought about that. Like, and, you know, really, I and really uh, addressing those situations mm-hmm. and being honest and true with yourself and being being the tough love that you need for yourself in those moments to say, like, okay, now I'm going to do something about it. Yeah, I don't like it. But instead of sitting here and just sitting in that fact that I don't like it, I can in- instead take action, move forward and do something about it. I personally struggled with like mental health and self-hate for over a decade of my life. So personally, I got gotten to a point where I was like enough is enough and I'm ready to really commit to making a change because at this mm-hmm. point it's either like not living life or to live choose how to live my life in a way that I want to live it and not anyone else telling me how to live it or what I think I or the way that I think I should be living it if that makes sense thank you yes (laughs) yes I I feel the same way I feel like a lot of adults have reinvented themselves me personally whenever I've done it I it's it has to be a deliberate kind of action with a lot of foresight on what it is I'm trying to do. And I know that for some people, they think they should just change because like you said, other people have told them they need to change and they're they're like, well, everyone else says I need to do this. You know, smoking is a really good example. A lot of people who smoke get shit from people who don't smoke. We all know smoking is bad. I don't think that the person who smokes thinks, oh, this is healthy for me, but they don't want to change. And so until they're ready to change and quit, then it doesn't matter. You will never change until you truly want to change and reinventing yourself it's not an easy feat it takes time it takes effort it takes a fuck load of willpower and if you are not 110 percent sold on reinventing yourself then you are likely to fail and so i think it's really important that you think long and hard about your desire for change before you do what i call take a wrecking ball to your life which i've done several times where i'm like none of these people work anymore this place i'm in doesn't work like physically i'm moving i'm packing my shit i'm going three thousand miles and i'm starting over Make sure you show up before you do shit like that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I've also taken a wrecking ball in my life for s- several situations just because there was something within me that I felt was craving a change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And making decision to change is a lot easier when you're like out there you're like oh yeah I'm gonna be doing this yeah I'm gonna be doing that it's like it's really easy to talk about it but what's hard is to really be about it and to make the choice to continue moving forward even when you hit an obstacle that's where the commitment Mm -hmm. really really takes takes place and really challenges you to be like are you really in it though are you really committed though? Like the universe will test the fuck out of you (laughs) time and time again, over and over again to make sure that this is really what you want because the ultimate reward is going to be so freaking delicious and beautiful Mm -hmm. that it's Mm going to be like, 
no, you cannot recognize the light without the dark. So here's some freaking dark. And then <laughs> if you keep going, there will be light. It's just, it is a commitment. And really, yeah. and really it's like, you have to be really at a low fed up point in your life to even mm -hmm. fully commit in the first place. Because again, if there's any room for like that second guessing yourself or the possibility that you may fail, like, if you're on the fence and to begin with, then you're probably going to fall off that fence on back on the other side of where you started because yep. you didn't, you didn't commit enough in your mind to get there yep. yet. I I'm, I'm with you on that. Like it's the challenging anytime I commit out to set something, whether it's this podcast or some other project I'm working on when I hit a challenge, the first question I always try to ask myself is, is this worth it? Because if I say mm -hmm. no, or if I find some excuse to not do it, then I don't really want it anyway. I grew up with the mindset of if it's worth having, then it's, you know, do everything you can afford. And if it was easy, everyone would have it. And exactly. so I'm okay putting in the work. I think a lot of people forget they are a divine creator in their lives, it doesn't matter what race, gender, culture, social status, education, religious belief, or any past mistakes you have made. I promise you there is power within each and every one of us and you are a part of that and you are in charge of your own power. I call this an invisible consciousness. It's kind of you know, when you're around certain people, you feel like, yeah, I could do anything. And when you're around some people, you're like, fuck all this. And mm -hmm. For me, I think you really need to be mindful about the energy that you're using for your conscious efforts to make sure that you can maintain and propel forward in what it is you're doing, right? Sustainability is key, honestly. Absolutely. Taking, biting way too much that you can't off before that you can chew. You know, you guys know what I'm saying. <laughs> We're stoned. You know what we mean. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Uh, if you do that, then you're just going to be overwhelmed. You're going to choke on it, right? <laughs> I know I have. Have you ever tried to shove too much food because you got to like finish something real quick? And then you're like, oh, shit, I can't chew this properly. Every time. Yep. <laughs> Every time I get the Baconator, I'm like, mm, really thought this was going to fit. but Right. <laughs> Literally. Every time. <laughs> and, it, and then it becomes overwhelming and then you just want to spit it back out, right? <laughs> but then it you does. just – Or you can just power through – you know, breathe through your nose. <laughs> Chew slowly. Maybe take smaller bites yeah. in the future. Yeah. Learn from your <laughs> mistakes. Exactly. It's actually you a get me. essay on how to eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> so let's talk about the important steps that I think you and I have come up with that should really factor into you taking the leap to reinvent yourself. And I'm going to say the number one step first step you need to do is ask yourself, do you really want to freaking change? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> the golden question I've of asked, the hour. <laughs> I've asked myself, like, again, the, the, is it worth it question? But for me, I'm like, how bad do I want this? Like, it's just like, ugh. so like, really, do you want it? Okay. A lot of people face situations where they think they should change and they don't have to. They don't have to. It's not about them changing. It's about something else. And like mm -hmm. Angel said, this is going to take a lot of willpower. So you need to be sure that you're ready to do it. Okay. If you decide your life is pretty good and you don't need a major change, then maybe just focus on one small thing that you can change and then sit back and decide if you want to make any more changes after you do that. But the important thing is that you need to be fucking honest with yourself mm -hmm. about how much you truly desire to change. There's been a lot of points in my life where I thought I wanted to change. And then the first challenge, I'm like, oh, fuck it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want it that bad. Mm -hmm. and that's so what, I don't want it. Yeah. And it's important to measure that and be able to identify those moments so you don't get so discouraged that you never want to try again and again in the future and the thing about mm -hmm. willpower is it needs to be cultivated just like anything else it needs just like creativity just like patience self-love confidence it's a skill a muscle that needs to be exercised needs to be worked out and mm -hmm. used often so that 
it's a, a more normal part of your life instead of something you're battling all the time. My my thing was like I would always say I got no willpower. That's why I can't you know oh, stick to mm-hmm. diet or do this or that. But then eventually I lost 100 pounds. Why? Because I got so fed up that 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 story I was telling myself wasn't cutting it anymore. I knew it was a lie I was telling myself because I wasn't ready. And now I understand mm-hmm. that. And so now I am. So here we are. <laughs> I think it's important we just we just reiterate willpower and again you will need a shit ton of it if mm-hmm. you are reinventing yourself or making changes in your life is a muscle. If you fail, try try again. Absolutely. I promise you. If you stick with something, you will either become really good at it or you will come to a point where you can make peace that the way you're doing it isn't working and maybe mm-hmm. it's not for you. Mhm. Absolutely. Again, another great discernment to be able to make instead of pushing yourself to fit a mold or to fit into a a shape of hole that you don't fit (laughs) in. Maybe you're a triangle (laughs) trying to fit in a square. Maybe you're a rhombus trying to fit inside of a polygon. Yeah. I love it. Exactly, girl. Like, you never know. (laughs) I like the the math you're getting up in here. I was like, do I need my protractor? So... (laughs) What would you say the next step is after after I love I love when you snort, by the way. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep laughing every time Angel snorts. What would you say is the next step oh, after man. you've after you fucking asked yourself like do I really want to change? Let's say you say yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna change. So the next step would would be to create an intuitive vision of your future. And what that exactly means is really giving yourself enough time, space, and honesty to reinvent yourself into your wildest dreams because we all know what naturally gets us really excited and really passionate and especially when we We. are (laughs) when we're in (laughs) situations right same (laughs) um when we're in situations we're extremely unhappy about when we find the things that we don't want inside inside of our lives as well that's a really strong indicator that we're probably not in the right place anymore maybe that space served you for that time being at some point but now it's time to move on to move forward to change and if you ask yourself what it is you want out of your life in general career relationships nutrition spirituality exercise and then everything that you see as a crazy pipe dream could just be literal instructions to how to get your happiness. Mm. Everything that Ooh. you want already exists. All the money that you could ever want exists. All the opportunities you could ever want already exists. It's theirs. It's there for your literal taking. You have to pretend yep. the world is the universe. Is your oyster. It literally is. And it's rigged in your favor if you give it the chance. If you tell yourself lies and stories about the things that you can never get and never have you won't ever have them simple Mm -hmm. as so it's it's really as our as us divine creators we need to be able to discern what is serving and what is not serving us and when to move and what to when to stay you know that it's you bring up a good point when you say like what's working works and what isn't needs to go it's so hard for people to let go of Mm -hmm. shit that's not working absolutely definitely it's so so hard yeah it's an ever-evolving skill as well as everything else is the amount of times i've had to force myself to let go of something even though it's uncomfortable confusing or frustrating that's where the real growth happens that's where it gets messy in the messy bits, but really our divine being within us, our higher power thinking for us on this subconscious level understands that this is the way to, to learn and grow. We literally were incarnated on this earth to be messy, not to be perfect, and that there are other planets in the galaxy for that. <laughs> so, you know, even tapping into things as the things that we loved as children are really important mm-hmm. important indicators of the things that we can bring into adulthood that will give us that in really super authentic joy that we're all really craving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good point is that a lot of people have these crazy pipe dreams, like you said, of things they want to do or be when they grow up. And as we get older, we get told, that's not realistic. You can't mm-hmm. do that. Nah, like you won't make a lot of money doing that or that's not going to make you happy. And so we kind of put those things to the side and that is a great place to start. Think Like maybe you liked 
you were like me. You wanted to be a fucking astronaut when you were a kid. It became very clear that I was not going to be an astronaut. But I love science. I love space. I love geeking out on things. And so this is a great hobby for me that brings me a lot of happiness to talk space with people and just the vastness of it all. But, you know, it's a good place to start. Mm -hmm. You were innocent then. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. Unadulterated by the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reality hasn't like got to you yet. Literally, I wanted to be a lawyer at one point, and then the more I got on that path, I realized like, nah, I think I can uh, make a lot more maybe happen from the outside and than the inside out. Like I was thinking, yeah. so it's really yeah. coming to that realization, and then it's like, okay, I think I could release you. I literally wanted to be. From 8 to 18, a lawyer, well, no, actually more to like my early 20s of wanting to be a lawyer and still holding on to that. And every time I oh, came yeah. across something mm-hmm. that so sh- rightly showed me that it should not be there mm-hmm. and that it, it wasn't mm-hmm. for me, I was like, nah, but it's what I wanted since I was eight. It must be true, right? But it's <laughs> like, I mean, there, and then yet there are things that I used to do when I was eight years old, like play with plants and mud that I now. Oh, yeah. Rock collector. Have, exactly. <laughs> Rock collector. Yeah, exactly. That I've brought now into adulthood that I'm like, okay, this feels right. Actually, yeah. this makes sense. Herbal medicine. Um, I was like, I always feel like I'm saying this uh, word wrong, but I know I'm not. Horticulture right it's the uh-huh. study of plants oh yeah mm-hmm. and it's like and you know getting more into that and understanding like okay like my love for nature was real for some reason and even my love for the body never really liked math but loves mm-hmm. the human body and anatomy physiology and I, health human disease things like that always really intrigued me and I was like why would I ever go down a science <laughs> route like I'm a writer yeah I'm I'm an I'm more art you know, like, I don't see yeah, myself. Yeah, that's me too. I'm like, I'm an art brain. I can't. Yeah. It <laughs> doesn't work on me. It just doesn't doesn't work on me. And if you are making these changes, don't forget, you need to be patient with this. It's Absolutely. going to take time. You know, they say, and I, I'm saying they, because I never know who they are when people say that. Like, you know what they say about, and I'm like, no, who's they? <laughs> I've been asking this question since I was a kid. This was one of my favorite smart ass responses to my parents. Go, you know, they say if you swallow bubble gum, and I'd be like, "Who's they?" I don't believe them. Um, <laughs> but they say that you can learn a new habit in as little as thirty days. I don't believe that. I think you learn a habit the very first day you want to make it a habit. Mm-hmm. I think we need to respect that day one of the habit is just as important as a day 1000 of Absolutely. the habit. Absolutely. So whatever you're doing, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. And it means you're going to have to make some changes, probably quite a few changes along the way that won't be instantaneously. You need to take your time. You don't need to do everything at once because the total process of the reinvention might take years not months there's some people who want things now 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 because we live in this world of give it to me now instantaneous gratification Mm -hmm. and this is one of those things where you don't get that it doesn't it really doesn't happen like that give yourself some time to breathe properly in the space for reinvention, okay? You're not going to go to sleep one person and wake up fucking reinvented. It doesn't work like that. There's a lot of highs. There's a lot of lows. There's going to be some failures. There's going to be some successes, but it's all part of the reinvention process, I Mm -hmm. promise you. Absolutely. I totally agree. So the next step I would say, you know, if you you were on this path of reinvention – is that you really need to get that shit down on paper or in a Google document or in your notepad on your phone or in a voice memo, whatever it is, plan out your vision. Like, do you plan out your vision? Do you do that? Yeah, I do. Excuse me. It's the smoker in me. Um, (laughs) It's the weed. Yeah, yeah, the weed smoker in me. I definitely – 
have like in my journal I have my general like outline I like to do for the year but Mm -hmm. also giving me space time compassion around the fact that life happens and not everything Mm -hmm. will go exactly the plan especially when you're doing as far out as a year I've actually as I kind of hone in on my own personal process I've realized like shorter time frames have been Mm -hmm. more beneficial for me a month at a time um that way it allows life to happen and evolve because um I could literally create something one month that could then create a Mm -hmm. different opportunity the next so um I'm definitely a planner I, I agree with that. Well, you know, think about every single person, every single, sorry, part of your dream that you're creating or your goal or your reinvention of self. I write things out in 90 day plans. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a 90 day person. But even with that, like I was like, oh, that's a small enough time. No, shit will still change. Mm-hmm. But when you are writing this out or, you know, getting this out, be specific in this, you know, Think more beyond the amount of money you should you should make. Think about your entire vision of what you know what it is that's going to make you happy. Is it is it a new house? And if it is a new house, what does that look like? Is it finding someone in your life? Um, and if it does, if you're trying to break a pattern of people you've been with, you're reinventing yourself to meet different people. Then consider what that looks like. I like to take a whole approach to it, and I. I look at where I want my health to be, how much, you know, my wealth and wealth can be anything. It doesn't necessarily mean monetary wealth, Uh, where I want my family to be, what things I want to have accomplished. This is how I find out if I'm actually moving in the right direction to reinvention is I measure my success along the way. And don't forget to plan fun stuff as part of your reinvention. If you're doing this, don't just think it's all work no play you know it won't it won't work like that Mm. and I kind of treat it like it's like you're writing a scene for a play or a movie or something you know where are you living what are you doing in the morning what are you doing before you go to bed do you do you have new people in your life who are your friends what are you spending your days doing and I just write for as long as I can you know, sit and write and come up with stuff because these lists, these dialogues, these plans, all of this makes the reinvention feel more alive for me. It makes me feel like, okay, this is real and I'm doing it. And then come back and add to it as, as you want. Yeah, absolutely. Um, visual visualization is really important and feeling like you already have it, especially like, law of attraction, manifestation, if you kind of understand the principles, which I know you do, I'm saying other people, but (laughs) if you guys um, haven't heard of manifestation and law of attraction, it's really like what Natalie was describing is really feeling into what that looks like, what that feels like, the joy Mm -hmm. that you feel when you're sitting in the sun on your back porch of a beautiful house in a foreign country if that's what you are looking mm-hmm. for it's feeling the joy of coming home to your family who's all taken care of and happy and healthy maybe that makes you feel fulfilled like it doesn't matter what the picture is is you have to understand that that joy is available to you already exists for you already there for your taking as opposed to feeling like yeah, okay, I could do the silly exercise, but it's never going to happen because that right there is going to block your path. You've already stopped yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think it's important that people listening know who are not familiar with the concept of the law of attraction. I'm saying it's a concept because it's, there's nothing that can be proven about it Mm -hmm. other than your own personal experience and results with it and so it is a concept there's lots of things that are concept you know but you take this as you will visualization is beautiful because when you get down to the brass tacks of it in science it's been proven that your mind does not know the difference between something you are visualizing that has not happened and something that has already Mm -hmm. happened Mm-hmm. And so when you envision something that hasn't happened yet, your mind does not recognize that it's not quote unquote real yet. It's not in this reality. And it almost tries to fill in the gaps 
by doing as much as it can to kind of get to that place where it is real because it's like, I don't know how I, that happened, but how did we get there? Cause I don't have the memories of how we got there. And so you will notice things will just start to happen mm-hmm. that make it kind of, you know, on your path to visualization, there are tons and tons of celebrities and athletes who use visualization. Mike Phelps is a big, big promoter of visualization. And I'm sorry, if you win 23 (laughs) medals, if you win 23 gold medals, if you say visualize your ass winning those medals, okay, and it worked, I'm I'm right there with you, Mike Phelps. I'm right there with you. I totally get that. It is a beautiful tool, honestly. It's so powerful. And you're like you were saying, like our mind doesn't understand like past, present, future. It just all is present. And so mm-hmm. that is I love the way you explained that. That was so beautiful. And also, if you guys are ever interested, I do have my podcast, Angel Universal, that I have a episode on manifestation and law of attraction specifically. And, and I'm sure that through Natalie's amazing coaching services, she talks about it as well. I, I know it's probably both I do. a big part of our lives, it's seeming. And um, obviously, it's gotten us somewhere, right? <laughs> it's gotten us somewhere. It's gotten us somewhere. Like, I, it's, it's one of those things. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing is if you can't envision it, if you can't even envision it in your mind, like fuck writing it down and putting it in the Google document. If you can't think it, I don't know how you're going to get there. I don't. There's been nothing in my life that I have had that I have not in my mind been able to envision because at least that gives me like, okay, that's what I'm going towards. I don't know the steps on how to get there yet, but that's the end results. And I'm excited for that. Exactly. That's authentic excitement as well. Not just like some bullshit excitement. You tell yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. One day, right? When pigs fly. Yeah. And you're you're basically telling yourself when you do that, like, I can't do it. You're setting yourself up for excuses Mm -hmm. or not to do it. Exactly. So what's the next step? If you are, if you are being crazy like us and you're reinventing yourself, what would you say is the next step? So I would then say to set some goals bitch so you can measure your progress um measurable goals are so important to being able to have success in any kind of project of any sort whether it's a personal self project yourself is the project or you're creating something um it's nice to have the tangible steps the tangible um basically thought process to where you have gotten yourself so that you understand Mm -hmm. why you are where you are at all times because there's nothing worse than going on and through a project and you're like why am I even doing this again or where am Mm -hmm. I going um where do I go from here um the amount of times that I've even like come up with an outline before I've even come up with the actual flow of what I want like I'd never asked myself what I wanted I kind of just started writing down like I think this is what it should be and then Mm -hmm. I and then I always get unmotivated halfway through those types of projects because then I'm like wait (laughs) um why yeah again why am I doing this so it's yeah very important to have not only your your vision of why you're doing what you're doing but um how you're gonna get there as well step by step Uh, Because whether it's a habit you're trying to commit to, a strength you're trying to make stronger, a skill you want to learn, or a project you're trying to complete, having goals that you can compare the progress against, progress against is always helpful. Um, And then so you can see also what works and what does not work as well. Take notes and then understand that, okay, I need a change or this is working and I can keep doing it this way. And then it keeps you motivated because you know that progress is being made. Yeah. Yeah. Progress needs to have some sort of measurement. When I work with clients, the first thing I will ask them is, what is your goal? And they'll tell me. And I'll say, how have you tried to get there before? And it's usually hard for people to explain that out or they will just say one thing they'll be like well 
I decided I wanted to. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but what what did you what how did you like how did you measure that this was failing or succeeding? And so it really is important to make sure you have little goals. You mentioned little goals earlier mm-hmm. to like lead to the bigger goal. Like let's just use getting a job as one, okay? Maybe you want this dream job you have. To get to that dream job, you need to first have a resume, have a cover letter. Maybe that could be one goal. Just clean up this resume, clean up this cover letter. And then on the next step, maybe you start looking at some places that are similar. So that if you don't get this dream job at this one place, you have some other places that aren't equally exciting. Do some research on that. And then maybe you can talk to some people who have worked at places like this or look online and see what you're doing. And these are all tiny little measurements, like Angel Mm -hmm. said, to make sure that this goal is on its way to progress. Because otherwise, I think it's really easy to get stuck if you don't have that. Absolutely. And making sure they're attainable, too, and not something so outrageous like okay, if you did really want to be an astronaut, don't make one of your first steps. Like, (laughs) go to NASA, apply to be an astronaut. (laughs) Like, no, obviously that's going to seem really big, really daunting, and you're not going to want it. And you already know that you're probably not going to You're a little late with that advice. You should (laughs) have told me that before I just went to NASA and was like, give me – give me a job i mean i did go to space camp and i was like yep space camp's my first step to being a fucking astronaut and then i've told this story before on the podcast i just can't do i can't do a lot of motion can't do (laughs) roller coasters can't do zero gas can't do any of that so um it was it was one of the saddest little like moments of my 11 year old (laughs) life when when the guy who was our main like instructor and teacher at space camp came over and he put his hand on my shoulder and he was like, you know, this was after I'd thrown up already from being on something. And he was like, Hey, I don't think you're going to, I don't think you're meant to be an astronaut. (laughs) He was right though. He He was right. He did a total solid. He did. Like I've always thought about this man. I've always thought about about thomas even as i got older i was like he saved me so much trouble i'm shit at math like i couldn't have done this and but like he just he was very and i trusted him because i was this man he's seen astronauts come through here he knows he, knows and he was just like he was like this is not for you <laughs> man yeah man i think more people should understand i was just talking to my husband about this and like you know i think it's really is important to identify things that maybe you don't like like I started (laughs) making candles I have to be honest I love um I love the fact that they're all natural and infused with magic but it's a lot of freaking work yeah I've seen videos a lot of payoff like you know and I just feel like my back it's a labor is of love. Her, it really is and i'm literally <laughs> breaking my back for hours my back hurts for days <laughs> afterwards and i'm like i don't i don't know if this is for me long term but kudos to literally anyone <laughs> who does because i feel it and you're amazing do I you boo <laughs> suspicion of you being so planned and excited for this soap and then getting into it and wiping your brow being like whoo were you soap in my making kitchen? is <laughs> soap making is fucking hard dawn makes this look easy <laughs> <That's> <laughs> for so me bad. with soap i've watched the videos on it and I just have this mentality that anything that used to be done before electricity was a thing probably is not something I am going to be skilled at. Like, I I recognize that. I'm like, there's a reason they fucking went to sleep at sundown. They were tired. Literally. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, the soaps are cute. But, yeah, it's it's important that you make sure – these goals you have are not too fantastical and that you're realistic with them 
and that if you're looking for personal growth to reinvent yourself, do it on your own terms. Don't set any goals that society tells you should or someone else who did this before Mm -hmm. or book tells you you should do it. Set your goals based on you, what's important to you, so that you can be truly authentic and reinventing yourself. Otherwise, you're wasting your fucking time. Like, I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you like Tom, like Thomas told me, this isn't for you. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Literally. She is now that man who's going to be there to tell you. I passed on the knowledge of Thomas. (laughs) Thank you, Thomas. You've taught us all well. Bless you. So what would you say is the is like because we're trying to keep this condensed because reinventing yourself is a huge undertaking, mm-hmm. but we're, we've tried to lay it down for you in five easy steps. What would you say is the last step that you might want to be, you know, be aware of while you're reinventing yourself? I would definitely say step number five is checking your mindset. Mindset mm-hmm. is so huge and so important. Without your mindset, you have nothing, honestly, because what cr- mm-hmm. what creates the drive to create your actions, your mindset, what can mm-hmm. talk you out of something, your mindset. So to check yourself on that level as you're going along the process, as you're crossing things off of your attainable goals list, you're understanding that you're saying like, oh, okay, like, am I in a healthy mindset? Am I, first of all, is this something I still want to continue on? Second of mm-hmm. all, is it making me feeling feel good? Does it feed a part of my soul? Does it does it sit right with me? Um, you know, just really giving yourself again time, space, compassion to mm-hmm. see what it is that first of all, you're not only progressing in actions, you're progressing in knowledge, you're progressing in your ability to integrate something new into your life, into your Mm-hmm. your space, your circumstances, your energy. Um, so yeah, it's so important. And I mean, going back to willpower, it's really important to not telling yourself stories, not telling yourselves lies that really mm-hmm. aren't true. Like you can't do something. Um, yeah, because I mean, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say in the words of Marshawn Lentz, like take care of your mentals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really Take care of your mentals really and have you ever heard of like the difference between like a fixed and a uh, growth mindset <laughs> devs yeah 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 and <laughs> <laughs> the um i have an episode on this too on my angel universal podcast about how kind of they end you up and i kind of like use the the analogy of neighborhoods you have one neighborhood of fixed mindset people mm. who says that I'll never change. Everything's going to be the same for the rest of my life. I don't see a use for growth. I'm fine just the way I am. The growth mindset is the people who understands that they know nothing, that they're always on the search for, you know, change for the better, to be the best version of yourself completely, truly, authentically, acknowledging that, hey, I'm not perfect. I always have things Mm -hmm. to work on and work through. Um, you know, and I think, and when you live in these two, one or the other of these two energetic neighborhoods, it tends to also attract, you know, more of it. It's more, you feel lack, you're going to attract more lack. And that's kind of more of the Mm -hmm. manifestation theory as well. And attraction of law of attraction is, and then if you feel like you're, you're wealthy, if you're abundant, then you're going to attract more wealth and abundance. And mm-hmm. I like how you also specify that wealth is not just money. Wealth is also so many other things. It's your ability to learn, your ability to um, grow, to be rich in your joy and your happiness and your quality of life. Um, that's really a lot of your wealth as well. I I take that. Like, so, that lesson came at me so hard. You know, I mm-hmm. worked and worked and worked and i was very very heavily money focused anything that got me money i wanted the most money you know i am also a law school dropout and so for me i was like lawyers make a lot of money that's what i want to do and mm-hmm. then when i started to go to school for it i was like mm, 
this kind of is boring. I'm not right? sure this is for me. It's a lot of paperwork. And, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I spent a lot of time in this fucking library looking <laughs> shit up. I want to be arguing. Oh. Like, what the fuck? Like, mm-mm. Ace you. Attorney said that uh, I would get to argue with people. Right. I, I like that you said you need to be able to be louder than your stories because we we all live in those stories those stories we tell ourselves those self perpetuated tales of our past which can shape our future if we let it mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to they, they don't, don't have to all. do that mm-hmm. absolutely and that's kind of the the make or break of whether our mindset is in a place to hold such amount of change sometimes it's like we have to really identify and discern like am I in a mental capacity state where I can even allow such change do I have that I mean do I have the cultivated amount of willpower (laughs) to continue to choose every day to stick with what I've chosen to do yeah and I think it's okay. I think willpower is kind of like I I view will, uh, willpower as a battery. Hopefully, at the beginning of every day, we start with as full a battery of willpower as we can. Mm-hmm. But when you do little things throughout the day that test your willpower, you're depleting that willpower. And so it's important that you know your thresholds for willpower and that you account for that. Yeah, there's going to be some days where you don't want to do it. You don't want to do whatever it is you need to do. But if you can just do a little bit of what it is you need to do versus nothing at all, then I think that's super important. I think you need to pat yourself on the back if you're able to do the bare minimum versus nothing. For me, I fail when I stop trying. That's my jam. Like mm-hmm. that's how once I-, I give up, then like fuck it. I'm never gonna succeed at it. But if I can go, you know what, I'm not feeling this today. And normally I want to run two miles, but today I'm just gonna run around the block then I've done something like mm-hmm. it's, it's not what I wanted, but I've done something. I didn't give up on it. Mm-hmm. And that's really important too. And that I'm really glad you brought that up as well is because um, if we kind of, again, bite too much off and then we get so overwhelmed that it paralyzes us in our ability mm-hmm. to even continue to move on instead of accepting like a modified version of the promise or the new habit that we have mm-hmm. decided to stick with because life does put you in so many ebbs and flows ups and downs so it's all right that you know what we need and what is going to be so different on a daily basis life is different every single day so yeah, yeah that's beautiful that you said that really i like is. the battery and too that was good. <laughs> i view everything as matter <laughs> i'm like i have battery i i view just people as batteries we are just batteries you know mm-hmm. um but this is kind of just kind of what we're talking about every morning or every evening you know if you are keen on reinventing yourself you know sit and think about this stuff even though we've given you the five steps Angel said at the beginning of step five, make sure this is still what you want. Maybe you had said, yeah, I want to do this. You made a plan. You made some goals, but then you're just not feeling it anymore. Then don't do it. Just because you've done all this doesn't mean you should continue. Mm -hmm. Really think about if this is for you. And if it is, then reconnect with why you're moving towards this new possibility and as we said so many times, reinvention, not going to be easy. If you're here for the easy mm-hmm. game, you're going to lose. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You're going to encounter resistance. But yep. we don't want to let go even if things that cause us pain are already out of our grasp. You know, we struggle with this kind of stuff, the beliefs, the stories that hold us back. But I promise you guys, there is no time like the present Mm -hmm. to reclaim and reinvent yourself change is hard Mm -hmm. but it's necessary for growth i believe that so much absolutely and it's a beautiful place to be on the other side of it all too it's really hard really tumultuous it really tests the fuck out of you but Mm -hmm. ultimately 
you do end up with a new sense of joy and understanding of life that you didn't have before. It is totally, absolutely worth it. And I totally am on the same, in the same camp as you when you say that literally failure is when you stop trying. Because Mm -hmm. as long as you keep trying, you will get success. You will get somewhere. Um, I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in the life of people around me. Every time I meet someone new, I've been kind of more interested in their own stories of being able to um, kind of arise out of the ashes, as they Mm -hmm. say, rebirth themselves, true rebirth. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We're all phoenixes with the ability to rise from the ashes. Um, No, no crazy tumultuous event can ever keep you down. There's always a reason. There's always a learning aspect of it, a silver lining, if you will. You just have to step away sometimes from it or to give yourself some time, space, time, compassion to really identify what that is. It doesn't have to be identified right away. And even when she was talking about um, doing lists and then not feeling like maybe this is still for me, Maybe you'll come back to that list years later and understand why you made it in the first place. Yeah, it's okay. Don't be so hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Literally. (laughs) Compassion. And with that said, I think we deserve a reward for this. You know what reward I think we deserve, don't you? Oh, I sure (laughs) do. Munchie of the I'm excited because this was just a really on the fucking fly munchie of the week, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It sure was. But honestly, <laughs> it ironically is kind of one of my faves. I love peanut So butter. we've got pretzels today. Yes. Right? Yes, ma'am. I have a birthday cake pretzel, which is covered in vanilla icing and sprinkles oh my god do you see this thing that is so cute too i am in ah, love with this thing okay silly. what about you what do you have i have a peanut butter filled pretzel mm-hmm. and if y'all have all never tried peanut clubs. butter and pretzels it's so freaking good and i'm like is it on the top or inside inside it's like it's like an interesting nugget of peanut butter inside let me see I'm curious. Mm. Oh, these these birthday cookie ones are good. I mean, birthday cake pretzels. Is it like just white chocolate or is it like cake batter flavored white chocolate? Mm, I think it's just white chocolate. I think that's why they threw the sprinkles on. Mm. Mm. Mm, these are good. Okay. I'm trying to. Ooh, I see yours. Wow. So, I mean. How many thumbs are we giving these pretzels? All the thumbs. <laughs> I think we're giving them all the thumbs. <laughs> Man. I'm just like- I mean, so far, there's, there's very rarely a munchie we will give thumbs. <laughs> let's um, let's tackle this hashtag thoner, stoner thoughts today. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. And I think like, <laughs> it's a really good segue from really all that we were talking about today, too. Mm-hmm. So... The hashtag stoner thought today is success is just a failure to fail. This was a stoner thought I had and I was just like, I was like, why did you do that to yourself? Why did you create this paradox? I literally, (laughs) I keep hitting my mic, so sorry about that. I'll learn to not hit it one day. I'm still getting okay. used to it, but um, we're stoned, so a lot of stuff gets like we can just a lot of things. Our our listeners, we love you guys. We know that you know we're stoned. <laughs> we know that you know. If you know, you know. We know that you know. We know exactly. You know. <laughs> um. So success. I just have to like I. I, I know. It earlier, Wrap your head around it. And then I had an answer, but then got stoned, and then I forgot what the answer was. <laughs> Let me reponder. Hmm. Did you I have don't... one? Did you have? The... I do. Or did you? So, think... like, I, <laughs> I thought of this. I thought of this when I was stoned this weekend, mm. and sounds about right. Then I was kind of mad of myself for thinking of this because people like these questions. These questions are basically a, 
or is it? So <laughs> I'm not going to count success as a failure to fail. I think, again, I think failure is when you stop trying. Mm-hmm. And so a failure to fail, uh, it, I know they want me to, I know, I know this wants me, this is kind of making me think like, but you, you tried so hard, you did the opposite of failing. I'm not going to consider success a failure to fail. Sorry. Yes. I remembered what I was going to say now. Perfect. I love it. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. What you got? (laughs) So (laughs) what I was thinking was, yeah, I also don't believe that success is just failure to fail because I think on your way to success, there's a fuck ton of failure and Mm -hmm. fuck ton of of mistakes and um, following rabbit holes that you didn't ever need to follow in the first place and distracting Mm -hmm. from where you actually are trying to go. Like there are so many things about a a journey to success that it like, it's impossible to say there there's no failures along the way. Also though, exactly. I also feel like failure is just like I, when I was in therapy, a lot of the time I would want to start something. The fear of failure would paralyze me because I was such a perfectionist. So mm-hmm. when I would present this to my therapist, she had told me, don't look at it as a failure, but information you're gathering to be successful. And I was like, mine freaking blown for some reason she said that to me and broke open my world and was like (laughs) wow you are so freaking right (laughs) like because we are never gonna do the same you know you know I do one dumb mistake this time am I gonna make it next time probably not I've learned from Mm -hmm. it and that alone is beautiful knowledge is mother freaking power so exactly that we can tap into that on our journey to success is beautiful I like it. And I just won't, I, (laughs) I don't believe, and maybe this is the skeptic, you know, the skeptic bitch in me. I don't believe successes that have had no failure along the way. It doesn't matter. Michael Jordan. Thank you. So he failed. So he could have just given up. I just think that too many times the idea of success, the the illusion of success is that it is without faults, it is without failure, it is without stutters and hiccups and stops right. and goes, and that it's a straight linear path, and it's not. It really isn't. I feel like you can't appreciate or even identify the successes if you haven't failed somewhat in some ways on that path. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I totally agree. Like, I actually have gone out of my way to search, like, throughout my own journey, have, like, go and, like, search for stories of famous people who have had struggles, Mm -hmm. who have started Mm -hmm. even later in life, because I get stuck in this, like, oh, why hasn't it all happened yet, right? But then I'm like, you know, there are people who don't start doing stuff until their 40s and pursuing their dreams, their 50s, their 60s. And that's okay, too. That's probably just your journey. Your own pace. Your own fucking pace. Mm -hmm. Like, seriously. So, yeah, that's that's what we think about that sort of thought. You need a failure to succeed. So stupid me for stoner thinking I was coming up with something. I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to stump us. Like, (laughs) Well, it did. And honestly, I'm sure there are so many people who do see it that way and maybe we -hmm, needed to have mm -hmm. this conversation just so that they could understand like oh my gosh i always thought it was like that it is not like that okay we see you you. it's okay don't worry guys well angel as as before it was a pleasure to get stoned and very social with you can you tell everyone where they can find you on the web please yes absolutely so i do have my main website www.angelshamsa.com and then there you could also find my free ebook is 
uh, a guide to self-love and I have some different exercises, mm-hmm. things you can do on the daily to help yourself and help you love yourself so you can help love others even better. And then I also have my Instagram, my YouTube and my podcast under the name Angel Universal. Um, and so that I can help heal the world one human being at a time. That's right, guys. And we will put the links to all of that. We'll make sure to put the link to the free guide because it is chock full of good stuff that if you liked this episode, it is going to be a good extension of this episode so that you can work in tandem with them. And guys, you know where you can always find us. We're on the web at Stoned and Social on Instagram. You can hit us up through old school Gmail at stonedandsocial at gmail.com. We love all the funny stuff that you guys send us. Please keep it coming. If you have some more stoner thoughts, send them my way. And guys, don't forget, we will see you next week. Same time, same place. Namaste stoned. Bye.